Hi, welcome to the Devotion Alex podcast. My podcast to encourage my friends, family, and myself to be strong and steadfast in our devotion, worship, and study of God in order to love, glorify, and worship Him better. Thanks for listening. Psalm 21 The king shall have joy in your strength. O Lord, in your salvation, how greatly shall he rejoice. You have given him his heart's desire, and you have not withheld his request of his lips. Selah. For you have met him with blessings of goodness. You set a crown of pure gold upon his head. He asked life from you, and you gave it to him, length of days forever and ever. His glory is great in your salvation, honor, and majesty you have placed upon him. For you have made him most blessed forever. You have made him exceedingly glad in your presence. For the king trusts in the Lord, and through the mercy of the Most High, he shall not be moved. Your hand will find all your enemies. Your right hand will find those who hate you. You shall make them as a fiery oven in the time of your anger. The Lord shall swallow them up in his wrath, and the fire shall devour them. Their offspring you shall destroy from the earth, and their descendants from among the sons of men. For they intended evil against you. They devised a plot in which they were not able to perform. Therefore you will make them turn their backs. You will make ready your arrows on your string toward their faces. Be exalted, O Lord, in your own strength. We will sing and praise your power. This is the word of our Lord. Hello, thank you guys for joining in. Uh, Today is Wednesday, the 21st of November, 2018. Uh, I am recording this on location at my unit's Thanksgiving Day potluck. So uh, we are doing Witness Wednesday today, and uh, here in a minute you'll hear my conversation with my coworker, Justin Tarowski, and uh, I think it was a good conversation. He's a was raised as a Catholic, seems to not really be following the faith anymore, but uh, I think the conversation you could see in his heart, or in his eyes, and his, you know, expressions, and just how he talked, that he seemed uh, to be considering the things we talked about, so uh, let's get right to the interview, and uh, it's about 15 minutes, so sorry for the little bit long episode today, and I hope everybody has a great day, and talk to you all tomorrow. So first of all, uh, Hi, this is Al, and I am at my uh, unit's um, Thanksgiving thing right now. So I just got with a coworker here, and we're going to just talk about his beliefs. So what's your first name? I don't even know. Justin. Just, this is Justin. And uh, so, Justin, what uh, just tell me, like, what do, you, what do you believe about God? Like, do you have a, like, personal view regarding God? Um... I was raised Roman Catholic uh, through my adoptive family from Poland. Uh, I believe in there is a God, but uh, I haven't practiced Catholicism in a long while. Mm-hmm. Just kind of fell off of it when I separated from my mom. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So, but I haven't had like a like a thing where I wanted to switch face or anything. It was just uh-huh. I've been Catholic. I just don't practice it. Gotcha. Moment. Okay. What um what uh do you like? If there is a God, do you what would be 
what, what would you, how would you describe God, I guess, let's say? Um, I think, to be honest, if you, if the way that I look at God, it would be almost impossible to describe him because he's just, he's got this all-empowering thing about him. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like, I don't think the human mind, in my opinion, could fathom what he would be like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the Bible, from what I was studying when I was growing up in high school and everything, it was, he made it, he made us to be in his image. So I'd imagine he's similar to us, but he knows a lot more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what, you know, the Bible says that uh, he's not, uh, or that our ways are not his ways, and who yeah. can fathom him, right? So, I mean, the Bible tells us who he is. It gives us his revelation, but that's all that it gives us of him is the revelation of him, whereas there's so much more to that. So yeah. I understand what you mean. But So do you uh, do you uh, think that when you die that you'll go to heaven, or have you thought yeah. about it really? Okay. I, I, I still believe in that. Yeah. That How would you say that, like, somebody gets to heaven? I think it has to do with their intentions. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you it this way. If you're standing before God, if you die right now and you're standing before God and he said, why should I let you into heaven? What would you tell, what would you tell him? I would say uh, my intentions are pure heart. And uh, you probably know this, or he probably knows this better than anyone, but I've never had an intention of where I would intentionally harm anyone or, mm-hmm. or like, I don't know, just I don't think that... I haven't done anything enough to warrant to not go to heaven, but it would be up to him really to forgive me for straying my path. Okay. So. Okay. So you know, like uh, when we were when God created man, right? Like God, it says in the Bible that God created man by the word of His power, right? Mm-hmm. So He uh, created us um, perfect in His image, like what yeah. you said. And uh, we were and in the garden, Adam and Eve were in perfect communion with him, right? Yep. And then do you know what happened that caused us to cause them to not be in communion with him anymore? Um, so he uh, I don't know if it was before or after the but I know that at or Eve no it was yeah, Eve ate from the forbidden tree yeah. and the fruit and uh, that caused them to be impure. Exactly. Because uh, God told them not to eat from the tree or they would um, basically be impure to his wisdom yeah and so they both ate from it and that basically is what caused the original sin yeah exactly yeah so that's what um you know the fact that we we adam and eve ate of the fruit and he said in that day you will surely die right because Mm -hmm. they sinned um meaning that because of that they turned away from him and now they're gonna they were gonna die because they went from being eternally with God to now being separated from him because he's perfectly holy, right? Yeah. So, um, and that's still his standard today is perfect perfection, right? Just yeah. like his, like that one little sin of just eating that fruit was enough to separate them from God, right? Yeah. And so the Bible teaches that we, uh, if you're not perfect, that you are separated from God and everybody who isn't perfect would be deserving of hell, right? Yeah. So then the question for you is, have you ever like... Um, told a lie in your life yes yeah what do you call somebody that tells lies uh a liar a liar yeah you ever um uh i don't know you ever taken god's name in vain yes yeah it's called blasphemy right mm-hmm. and then you ever like um Definitely. you ever like looked at somebody with lust for them yep like a female yeah the bible says jesus said that uh you've heard it said 
do not commit adultery, but I say that if you look at a woman with lustful attention, it's you've already committed adultery with her in your heart, right? Yes. And then, um, and, gluttony. Uh, there's gluttony, which yeah, is one of the which sins. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I mostly just focus on the Ten Commandments, and then there's the uh, the other one that I like to focus on because just to show how pure God wants us, right? Is the uh, is Jesus said? Um, you've heard it said do not murder but if you ever say to a brother you know if you ever have a, a neighbor and you or you ever hate a neighbor or say to a brother you fool you're guilty of murder in your heart because murder comes from the intention of your heart like hating somebody right yeah. so that just shows like how pure god's law is for us so you ever done that you ever like yeah, hated somebody yeah sure. so based on your own admission it's not me this is what you just said yeah. you're a liar a thief no i don't think i asked you about that but you're a liar a blasphemer um an adulterer and a murderer at heart, right? Mm -hmm. So based on that, if you're standing in the courtroom before God, because the Bible talks about God as a holy judge, would you be guilty or innocent? I I would definitely be guilty of the things that I have said, and he would know that, but um, in my own personal belief, I think God is a very forgiving person, mm -hmm. um, and especially if he made us uh, with um, his best intention at heart. He also yeah. uh, gave us the ability of free will, uh, which is, I don't think that's part of the reason why we're not as pure as him, mm -hmm. but uh, we all have our free will and he, res and he respects that because he gave that to us. Okay. And so, yeah, you, so, the, think, so the thing with that, I mean, God is, like, the two things about God is it, it talks about in the Bible about his love, right? But then mm -hmm. it also talks about him being perfectly just. Yes. And like, if we were looking at like a human judge, right? And if that judge were to say, to some random person like a murderer comes in and standing before him says you know I did it I admit it God I'm guilt or I mean I admit it judge I'm guilty and the judge were to say to him like oh that's okay you admitted it so and I know that you weren't like really trying to be a murderer you just killed them because you were hungry and needed food or whatever you know yeah. like and he's like okay I'm gonna let you go that judge wouldn't be very just right no, you wouldn't. yeah exactly and so God is perfectly just and so basically because of that the Bible says that all who are guilty of sin will or are deserving of hell right so based on that you and i are both sinners we deserve hell but like you said god is also forgiving because he loves us but there's a reason why he's forgiving do you know mm -hmm. what that is that i do not know i don't i bet you you do if you think about it Probably. for a second but so two thousand years ago jesus came right mm -hmm. and he lived a perfect life uh, that we yeah. couldn't live right and then what happened at the end of it he uh he died for our sins so yeah we could be forgiven he was hung on the cross right yeah. yeah he died for our sins so what that is that's called substitutionary penal atonement or penal substitutionary atonement i mean and what that means is is that he the penal the penalty that you deserve he took upon himself on the cross right Yep. And then, uh, and it was a substitute for you. And then his perfect life that he lived for those 33 years that he was alive, he gives to you so that when God looks at you, he doesn't see the sinful man that you are, the he sinful man Jesus. that I am. He sees Jesus and Jesus' perfection. And he's forgiven you for every sin that you've done by Jesus' death on the cross. So that's, you know, so like you said, God's going to look at you and he's going to judge you based on one of two things, either well, three things, really. Number one, are you perfect, right? Like, Adam was created perfect. Before he sinned, he was perfect, right? Yeah. Um, obviously, you're not, because I'm not either. None of us yeah. are. The second thing, then, is is you're a sinner. So then, based on that sin, you deserve hell, right? Yep. And then the third thing he's going to look at is, is are you or are you not trusting entirely in Jesus Christ and not in your own goodness for your salvation, right? Yes. So that's uh, kind of the... So that's what the gospel is, and that's kind of... That's what makes it so much different than any other religion in the world. Every other religion just teaches, like, 
let's do um, enough good works. Let's be. A, let's hope that we like do enough good to outweigh our bad, yep. so that we can get to heaven one day. And the Bible says that, like, no, you can't. You cannot do enough good because once that you sin against a holy, perfect God, you can't ever like get back to that. Somebody yeah. needs to pay that penalty. In the Bible, it says, without the blood, the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. Right. So, yeah. um, so what do you think about that? I mean, do you think that you've ever like like actually trusted in Jesus alone for your salvation, or have you kind of gone through life like just kind of trusting in your own goodness and stuff? I think I started out trusting Jesus um, with my salvation, especially when I was younger, uh, but I don't think I do that too much anymore. I don't think about it as much as I should, Yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Um, definitely when I was younger, growing up in a Catholic, Catholic home, Catholic school, um, it's ingrained in me, and I, I still think it's there subconsciously, mm -hmm. especially since I've been to other churches and I haven't followed their beliefs. I still yeah. am more devout in Christianity. Uh -huh. uh, so I think I think there's a part of me that still does. Yeah, that's just good. I don't think of I don't express it or think of it as much. As yeah, yeah. Well, you know, in the Bible it says um, that those in Romans eight it says those whom he uh, he predestined he called those whom he called he. Uh, justified and those whom he justified he also glorified right mm -hmm. and so it says that if you've been called by God and you've put your faith in him and he's given you your whole his Holy Spirit then you are justified now it means that you have you know Jesus's penalty is or gen Jesus's death on the cross is paying for you and then it says in those he will glorify meaning that he will keep you to the end you know mm -hmm. and so um, in 2 Corinthians, uh, it says to uh, examine yourself to see if you're in the faith or not, right? And so, yeah. and how you do that is, is you look at your life and you say, okay, if I've trusted in Jesus because I've trusted him and he's given me my Holy, his Holy Spirit, do I see a decreased pattern in sin, of sin in my life? When I find myself falling into sin, do I um, confess it to God and turn away from it, forsake those sins, right? And, mm -hmm. and not because like you're scared that you're going to go to hell, but because God has died or Jesus died on the cross for you. And because you love him, like you want to live to glorify him now, yeah. right? You know, and so, so I just encourage you, you know, to um, to just continue to look at that and, and, you know, get get into the Bible again. And you know, if you ever, I do a Bible study on Tuesday nights and stuff, you know. So yeah. I didn't mean to be like preaching at you. I just kind of wanted to know like what you believe and what yeah. you think about all that and stuff. So, what are your thoughts? Like, do you have any thoughts about just that in general, or? Um, no, not really. I uh, I guess appreciate you talking to me. Um, just, I haven't thought about it for a really long time, so it was a little uh, taken aback when I was asked, but, uh, I don't know, it, it's, yeah. it's opened my eyes a little bit more yeah. than uh, something that I put on the subconscious back burner, haven't yeah. thought about it for a long time. Yeah. Uh, still walk into churches sometimes, and uh, uh, when I'm in the presence of, of the congregation and, and Jesus, and God, I, I cry sometimes uh, just because I haven't been there for so long. And uh, when I get in there, I, it's overwhelming. Uh -huh. But outside of that, yeah. I haven't been in a church for a while and haven't yeah. really thought of the thoughts. So. Uh -huh. Yeah, I understand. Um, well, is there anything I can like be praying for you about or anything? Any prayer requests that you have? Um, yeah, if... Uh, maybe, not just, uh, maybe not just for me, but in general, for people that are struggling with mental health. Okay. Um, feel like it takes a really strong person to overcome things like that mm -hmm. and uh just pray for people with mental health okay all right do you mind if we pray right now i don't mind all right uh 
Father, thank you that uh, me and Justin were able to have this conversation and, you know, share our beliefs with one another and that we were able to hear your gospel, Lord. Um, I just pray for Justin that with where he is in his walk, that you will continue to bring him towards you, bring him uh, more and more into your glorious light, Lord. Teach him uh, to trust more in your son, Jesus, every day. And Lord, for uh, all those that struggle with mental health, uh, I know that I have, and I'm sure that Justin has had experiences also. Lord, just continue to keep each of them strong, Lord, because it is, it is difficult, especially in a place like this where you're separated from your family and all your loved ones. So, God, we just pray that you will strengthen each of us, uh, help each person that's struggling with mental health to, to not go through uh, this, this alone, but to know that they have a father and that you've adopted us as sons and daughters and they, and they are loved by you. And God, we just pray that you will help them to continue to get help that they need and that you will bring them more and more to you. And in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Cool. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Remember, I'm not, not ordained. I'm not a pastor. I'm not in an eldership position. So if you are a Christian and you're listening to my podcast, you need to be in church on the Lord's Day and submitting to the eldership, leadership of the local congregation of the local body of Christ.